You don't remember him from the first movie, and you're sure not going to remember him from this one. The Creep is back. This week on King Me, it's good to the last gasp. Creep Show 2. King me, baby. Yeah, baby. Oh, my God. That tagline. I should have. IMDb gave me three to pick from, and I I picked the most tongue-twisting one of them. Jeez. I didn't know I had a speech impediment before tonight. (laughs) I sure do now. Welcome to King Me. I'm Dan Gagliardi. I'm Rob Avon. And this week, we're talking about Creep Show 2. Two? Numero dos? (laughs) Yeah, let's figure out how to stretch it to more than one syllable. Yeah. Uh, 1987, directed by eh, some shit for brains. I don't have it pulled up. So <laughs> I'm not ready to tell you yet. Directed by Michael, Michael Gornick. Gornick. I was gonna say it. Written by not Stephen King. George written Romero. By, written by George Romero. It is written by. Gets him. a screenplay credit. Um, it's the sequel to the first Creep Show, and if you haven't seen either of them, it's, these are anthology movies. Yeah, there's no, con- there's nothing connecting any of them. No, even though they Besides treat a magazine, really. Yeah, right? which they treat the guy who delivers the magazines, the creep, as though he were a staple of these movies, like a fan favorite. Yeah, yeah. That's- oh, you remember him, right? No, no, I don't, because in the first one, it's more of a crypt keeper looking fella. That you remember well, that? Yes, I think that's the only thing that they were trying to do here is like. Try and capitalize. Create on, their own crypt keeper. Yeah. Wow. Crypt keeper. Ha, have you ever seen um, Tales from the Crypt? No. The TV show? No, I haven't. Okay. It good to to it, watch. Yeah, it's it's it is good. It's like it anthology TV show. Crypt mm-hmm. keeper does his little like like the creep in here. He's like doing a his little inner. He's like one of those. I've seen. There's like a tradition of that. He's like an Elvira. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But the weirdest thing I, I, I find about the Tales from the Crypt is that they're all they all have like big name stars in them. It's such a weird thing because it's a like how big? I mean, like Arnold Schwarzenegger's in one of them. Really? In like, but in like the, post this him is, breaking, he's like he's already he's Schwarzenegger. Full Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Like this is no joke. <laughs> like That's Arnold, really weird. It's very strange. There's a. Every, Did they ever get Richard Grieco for one of them? I feel like they had to, right? At I the know time, Jeffrey Tambor is definitely in one. Um, yeah, like there are people in all of these episodes. It's so it's very strange stuff. Is it good? It is good. There because it's an anthology. It's you know there others are you know some are better than others, but uh, it's it is good. It it's it but it's so weird like. It was a TV show on HBO in the late '80s, right. early '90s, before like before HBO what it was, before TV what it was, what it was, right? Like, like cable and it was TV all, like, was slumming it, yeah. Um, but maybe that's kind of just where that starts, like this trend uh, yeah. of TV being good, yeah. Because I mean, HBO I guess is at the forefront. Well, it's not TV. Okay, let's just be upfront about that. That'd be like saying the TBS is not very. You mean funny. the home box office? That's that's exactly what I mean. Okay. Um, I don't know. Is that where that starts with Tales from the Crypt? It's it, yeah. It's I don't near there. Also, yeah. I that's uh, I guess how Jeffrey Tambor's relationship with HBO starts too. It, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, it's very. It, it's we, it's weird stuff mm. to go back and watch some of them. And you're like, I can't believe this actually happened. <laughs> well, that's like every time uh, a clip from 
was it the red shoe diaries pops up into my life yeah yeah and, and david, like Duchovny, yeah you saucy little minx yeah it that's david duke that's the same character as the x-files david duke yeah yeah david duke <laughs> <laughs> different guy <Yeah>. altogether <laughs> now that he's just playing uh Mulder, but when he's off duty oh man off duty Mulder <laughs> is reading really racy letters uh you know what if he endorsed me for president i honestly don't know enough about him to make a <laughs> that's the right guy right david duke no david duke oh uh, the kkk guy yeah, yeah david, right? david right. duke is the yeah the kkk yeah. guy <laughs> that's way that's way too casual a way to refer to him yeah he's that guy oh yeah he's he's the worst guy is that <laughs> yeah okay uh one of for sure <laughs> he's, he's a real creep show he's in the top three he's, at least <laughs> <laughs> he makes the top three right yeah all right absolutely all right. so yeah he's a creep show we're talking creep show two t-o-o <laughs> nope I, i'm disappointed that right. this wasn't this is before the era where they started stylizing movie titles with the numbers yeah like you could totally swap that s out for a two and you'd have a much better movie it, it was a better time <laughs> Yeah. All right, well, let's start. Let's talk about, I guess, the structural difference between this one and the first one. Okay. The first one has five stories. Yes. This one has three. Yeah. But I will say that probably the ratio of good to bad is about the same. It is. From that yeah, one yeah, to yeah. this one. It's weird because I felt like, uh, I don't know, there, there are less stories in this, but they move. I thought they moved fast. The second one, especially. Yeah. Yeah. The, the good the one. The third one is. is dog shit yeah that's really, really bad. bad and but, this is like a little thing but i had not seen this movie this becoming ever. no this okay. is becoming a real trend with this show is that you have not seen these movies yeah it was weird because i was the one who suggested we do it but um yeah based on you seeing one <laughs> stephen king movie. yeah the shining yeah yeah i was like oh i'd love to see more of these hell i want to see them all i was wrong yeah so um what was i saying do you think <laughs> Best guess. Yeah, you were you were talking about how you hadn't seen this movie. <laughs> yeah, well, let's unpack that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus well, okay. Christ. Oh, let I have. I was go- okay. I remember what I was going to say. All right, all right. Uh, it'll be quick. Okay. I was just going to say I haven't seen this movie. And looking at the opening credits, they make a point of saying "and so and so" as the hitchhiker. Yeah. You know, like they they bill it like it's going to be the big thing like this is the story you're gonna remember yeah yeah, yeah. it's not it's, it's not. very bad yeah I, f- I feel like anthology movies they have to build like you you don't front load the anthology movie right. with all the good stuff right. and then sort of peter off but i don't know i i've seen i saw this movie when i was a kid um a little kid a li- just a little boy <laughs> um i don't know when i was a kid there was this channel we didn't have cable Okay. We had uh, just like the regular, like one through 12 or 13 or whatever. All right, Grandpa. Jeez. I know. We're not. And it was a better time. Uncle and everybody Rob. knew their place. No, I'm t- <laughs> everyone knew their bathroom. Uh, it was weirdly topical. Yeah. Oh, nothing's changed, huh? Wow. <laughs> you just shift the hate from one group to another <laughs> and hang on to a little from the old group. Yeah. Wow. This is dark. <laughs> It was way darker than this movie, than frankly. The movie, yeah. No, that's not true. There's a moment in this movie think that I think we talked about it before we started. Very dark. Really well, upsetting. Well, wait, okay. Yeah, okay. So, but on um, 
Channel 11 in the New Jersey, New York area was uh, WPIX 11. Mm-hmm. And they every... Pix 11. Yeah. It's back. It's, it's kind of back. It's a ghost of its former self. Yeah. The movies that they played, it was always like action movies. There was a lot of Schwarzenegger and, and Stallone and all those like sort of big 80s your, action uh, movies. jean claudes Yes, yes. Your your blood sports, your Seagulls, your yeah. your, your Katie Seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, like a lot of horror movies too, and this was one of them. This and the first one were on. I feel like all the time. Mm. Um, so I had seen this before, and I thought like at the time, at the time I I thought it was a scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> what scared you the most was it when it the, was the raft? By far, it was the raft. Yeah, well, the raft yeah. holds up. Yeah, as I. I, as an adult man, was upset by the raft. Yeah. That's a great fucking it's, thing. It's good. It's like objectively good. It's not even good in comparison to the other two. It's, I would, no, it's, I would recommend that to yeah, a friend. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, going into this movie, watching this now, I, I sort of feel I, there's, even though I hate it, there's like a, a bit of a nostalgic feeling. Yeah. So I kind of, even, did I, you full on hate it? No. Did you say you hate it? No. What'd you say? Wow, I have headphones on. <laughs> I don't think I said I hated it. No. I don't know. Oh, no, I hate nostalgia. Hate no- Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Not, Man. Not, yeah. You just no, no, made I don't- me worry about no, no. <laughs> my brain. <laughs> Your brain has snapped. Yes. Um, no, so there was like a bit of a nostalgic thing to go along with this, which is why like the first story is okay with me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm not okay with that story. I, like, it does not hold up whatsoever. Right. But it's and like, especially now, we'll get, we'll talk it's about for the it. same reason that I'm like, I have mixed feelings about Woody Allen instead of only monster feelings. No, I only have monster feelings for Woody Allen. Yeah, you don't like Annie Hall. I, I like Annie Hall. It's it's smudged. It's it's got, it is it, yeah. That's the thing. Like it's all, all of his, it's all about love. So everything is smudged by that. Yeah. I, Even, I don't understand why anyone is still going to bat for Manhattan. Like, first of all, <laughs> not that good to begin with. Right. Second of all, oh boy. No, no. For, for the listeners, uh, Dan is, could not be tugging on his collar more. Oh, Two hands I ripped my just shirt. ripping his yeah. collar off. <laughs> we have a tailor on standby for all of these episodes. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's on retainer? He, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he's waiting in the wings just to, just to run out. I don't out. know why. We told him he could sit in whenever he wants. He's just... I don't know, Giuseppe. I don't know what your deal is, man. I'm in school, is he? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Uh, <laughs> I was just gonna let it be implied, but I'm, what the listener couldn't see is that you had him tip his hat to us. <laughs> when I Rob that, as Giuseppe, he just it it was transformative. When I when I do, a, I have to do the hat thing too. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so um, I guess no, let's. What were you gonna say? No, no. Um, I was gonna say I, let's stop recording. <laughs> Uh, no, we can we can get into these uh, stories. We you want to talk about the uh, the intro part first? Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's let's do talk about the intro. Yeah, I I was reminded. Okay, let's talk about. I guess let's just quickly describe what happens because yeah, not I, I would imagine not everyone has seen this movie. This yeah, I feel Safe like this, bet. this is a deeper cut. Yeah. Um. So the movie starts with an old timey wagon rolling through a modern town. Yeah. 
and uh, the the back of the truck opens, and uh, well, a kid rolls up on a two wheeler. Yeah, that's a bicycle. <laughs> a bicycle. Yeah, you know what uh, motorcycle enthusiasts don't like when you call them two wheelers. <laughs> that's a pretty cool two wheeler you got there, dude. Yeah, they're for for such rebels, very touchy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so movie starts. This this kid rolls up on a two wheeler. Uh, and he's there because he wants the new issue of Creep Show. Yeah, he wants not just the new one. He wants the, the first, first one. One. And the <laughs> the delivery man is an old goblin named the Creep, who um, also Re- gets really fits his name. <laughs> yeah, also gets billed kind of as like this this guy that we love already. Yeah, and he was not in the first movie. He was not in the first movie. If you go back and listen to our Creep Show one episode, now available on iTunes and SoundCloud. But I, yeah, you'll find that it's not in there. I think that what they were trying to do here was a Crypt Keeper thing. I think they were, they were like, oh, we made the first one, and fuck, we didn't put the Creeper in there. We should have done that. But like, the thing is, there was that guy, and he was a generic-looking kind of zombie guy. He's still on the magazine cover for this movie. Uh-huh. That that like decaying guy who yeah, flies yeah. up in the window. Right. They could have just used him. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like they they wanted with this second movie they they wanted to they wanted more movies after this. Yeah. They were like, we can we can branch out here. Yeah. We can make this a whole franchise. We can we can keep going, especially in the eighties. Horror movies, I feel like, in the they 80s, had their yeah they were they had their was, time in the eighties. Like you could, you could just make a Friday the Thirteenth movie and just like you follow a formula. It's dirt cheap, and we put it out. Right, and that was the with everything across the board. And now that people have figured out how to like tell stories well, yeah, consistently. Mm-hmm. Like horror movies are good again. It's like another horror boom. Horror, and, yeah. and you know that it was a thing in the 80s. Like if you watch uh, fucking what's the one that we like? It follows. Yeah. The whole thing is an homage to 80s horror movies. It is. Like yeah, that's yeah. how much of an impact those movies had. The soundtrack is it's very 80s. It, yeah, it's great. Yeah. I'm just saying they could have used that character design. And I think the reason they didn't is because they couldn't afford to. Well, okay. That's. Here's a weird thing that happens, which I don't I don't know why they do this, but you got little Billy on the the bicycle mm-hmm. waiting for the the new magazine, the new creep show. Yeah. And the creeper, he's in the back of the truck. He's throwing out like like a bundle of these new magazines. Yeah. And he's being he's kind of creepy. Yeah. He's, he's got, got a weird something. face. He looks honestly it it evoked for me yeah. like a Power Rangers villain, like a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers villain or yeah. an R.L. Stein Goosebumps the TV series kind of thing. His his makeup, all the prosthetics, it's dog it, shit. It's heavy. There's uh, it's heavy. It's uh, Tom Savini, who's the, who plays the creeper, mm-hmm. who's he's like a a big name in horror movies and uh and the like special effects and stunts and shit like that. What else might our listeners know him from? Uh, he was pr- prominently featured in From Dusk Till Dawn. Okay. Have you seen that? No. Oh, really? I know, right? Oh. Should we pause? No, watch no, it? Yeah. Come we'll, back to this? Yeah, yeah. All right. Hit pause. And then. This will be a three and a half hour podcast. I'll just leave it rolling. <laughs> um, Is that the one where Selma Hayek gets sexy with a snake? Yes. Yeah. Um, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. 
Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that happened. Yeah. But if for okay, so he's in from Dusk Till Dawn. He plays the character's name is Sex Machine. And he actually, uh, Robert Rodriguez does this all the time where he makes impossible guns out of like sexy bits. So like in the, the last uh, Machete movie, the, the woman, the Spanish woman from uh, Modern Family, what's her name? Sofia, Sofia Vergara. Yeah. She had like a bra that, that was like a machine gun. Oh, like the Fembots in Austin Bowers? <laughs> exactly. Okay. And uh, Danny Trejo's penis is a big machete. Well, see, see, see. Uh, well, actually, Tom Savini's in the in the movie. He has a uh, a gun penis thing going on, oh, where he man. like lifts this cod piece. There's a barrel and two like revolving chambers. I tried so hard to be wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you were like pretty. Yeah, close. I wasn't far. <laughs> If I the only way I could have been closer while still like holding to what I was saying originally was if I'd said it was a musket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's so. so that, that's some, but like, that's who Tom Savini is. He's also been in. <laughs> that's who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just the, the kind of fucker kind of, this guy is. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, typecast much as the creep. <laughs> me thinks. Um, he, but he's uh, he's been in horror, all kinds of horror movies. He was in uh, Dawn of the Dead. Like the original Dawn of the Dead, he was one of the. He was like the lead biker guy. He's legit. So he has experience uh, working with actors on two wheels. Yes. Okay. Exactly. All right. So he throws out the um, the newspaper, but uh, in, what we're getting here at here then it, and it turns animated mm-hmm. as it did in the first one. Yeah, but I thought animated that, title sequence. I thought it was so strange. It, it could not have been cheaper to do the animation in between. Oh, you mean like to transition out of live action into animation? Yeah. 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 Um, but here's the thing. Their animation budget, clearly yeah. very low. That like last sequence with the Venus flytrap. Yeah. It was shoddily done. Yeah. yeah it yeah. was like, it, yeah, like it was. an LSD nightmare. Like it, facial features were like kind of growing and shrinking as people talk. It was, mm, it, I didn't like it. It, it gave was, me bad vibes. You know, it was kind of weird. It was like a... Uh, they used to do this in like 70s animated movies, like heavy metal or something. It was like rotoscope. I don't know. Fritz the Cat is another one, which is like, it's like an X rated. Uh, uh, holds up. Yeah, yeah. I like Fritz the Cat. Because <laughs> I'm a creep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're the creep. Uh, my two favorite movies? Well, I would say Fritz the Cat and Zootopia. <laughs> and Creep Show 2. And Creep Show 2. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Because Zootopia. <laughs> I like to fuck animals. What's the big deal? What of it? Yeah, I like to be an animal and fuck other animals that also be people. Big yeah. deal. Okay. That's a that's my new character, Teamster, who's a furry. <laughs> yeah, big deal. So what? I'm a fox guy. What do you want? Sucking down a cigar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey. What's what? the fucking hubbub? I'm a fox who's into rabbits. I'm going to fuck this skunk over here. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get a slice of that badger pussy. <laughs> Let me put my pig pig in your... Yeah, I oh, lost that. confidence. <laughs> <laughs> in the bit that already went on too long. Yeah. All right. So, whatever. The, it goes animated. Like yeah. Frampton went electric. Yeah. Or, wait, is that... No. It's, it's Bob Dylan, Dylan went, went electric. electric. What Frampton, Frampton came he alive. came alive. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm more of a I'm more of a hip hop guy. <laughs> sure, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not an anything guy. Yeah, I don't know if anybody who's listening knows this, but Dan is black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. 
Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's hot in here. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Look out for this guy. That's the kind of thing that gets you written about on Vox.com. Uh, so you want to get into the first story? No. <laughs> what, you mean 20 minutes in? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? First story. Old, Old Chief Woodenhead. Oh, man. All right. So this story is as racist racist as we just made it as a a smoke shop uh indian and the reason that's true is because it stars a smoke shop indian yeah well okay it stars it it hold on george kennedy who Mm -hmm. who recently passed away rest in peace yeah end of february he just passed away you you know george kennedy from cool hand luke that's right he's uh he's his big buddy he is a big buddy. Yeah. I love him in that. Yeah. Oh I love God. that movie. The movie's fantastic. Uh, yeah, honestly, I might just, I don't know. I think I might just love hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> and imprisonment. Yeah. No. <laughs> and the justice system. <laughs> yeah, and our broken justice system. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the, it starts off with George Kennedy, and it is Dorothy L'Amour. Who's actually? She's I mean, she's older well, now. I think we all know who Dorothy Lamore is. Um, Road to Bali, the favorite brunette. Uh, Road to Morocco. She's always traveling in road movies. She's always in. She's in the road. <laughs> she. She's a. She's an old timey film. She star. really is. If you look on her IMDb page, it looks like a stock. Like if you went on Getty Images and yeah. you searched old timey uh, starlet, it, it's crazy. She in the movie. She looks like my my nana. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, if you go on IMDb and check her out, she's it's the black and white. It's the that that thing that women did where they parted. They had where a they hard their husbands hard part down the middle. Yeah, <laughs> it's, um, it looks painted on her head, kind yeah. of. Yeah, but you know she was an old timey sex symbol. Man, yeah. do you think her real name was Lamore? <laughs> yeah, probably. Right? Nah, come on. Nah, from now on, you Dorothy Lamore said a fat man at the time. Jesus. Suck him down at Stogie. Yeah. <laughs> By it, the way, same... do you like fucking animals? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the eternal Teamster furry. Same Teamster. Uh. <laughs> same, te- same Teamster, different day. That's a t-shirt. I think we got our first t-shirt. <laughs> Hey, you like uh, you like fucking animals or what? What if it, it says same teamster different day, but then the graphic is just like one fox person <laughs> bent over and another fox person boning him or her from behind? Yeah, from what I understand about the furry community, you wanna you wanna keep it interspecies. You wanna sure it would be weird if you didn't. Yeah, yeah, you wanna keep it mixed. You know, that feels like a weird manifestation of homophobia. Huh? Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, we'll get more into it on the Furcast. <laughs> right. Are there podcasts? The Furcast? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So check Tune that in out. next week when our guest will be a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> the entire cast of The Island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> um, we got Kilmer. <laughs> so uh, Dorothy Lamore as Martha. She uh, Martha is married to George Kennedy's Ray. And Ray is outside. He's he's painting uh, some war paint on the wooden Indian so outside that it's of his more general. Racist. Yeah, yeah. The racism had faded off. 
It was 1987. It was it a was different time. Barely. <laughs> it wasn't even that different a time. I feel like it was slightly... I know I, it was way more acceptable. I just was, mean it wasn't that long ago. No, yeah. It, it's weird because... Uh, now, as a grown person, I feel you can say it. Weird. I'm a grown up. I'm, I'm a big boy. <laughs> I'm a big, big boy. Yeah, I, I, I like smoke shop Indians. That's a weird thing. I see them sometimes. Still. Yeah, no, they still have them. It, it, but it's a strange. Like, what the fuck is he doing there? Mm. Like, why, why that? Why that? Yeah. Why did that stick? Yeah. Um, but then in 1987, we didn't give a fuck about anything, and. Rewatching these like older movies that I haven't seen in years, all of these like racist <laughs> overtones and sexist overtones, especially in we'll get to it, but in the second one, it's very oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that was the scariest thing about that one, yeah. It's so fucking, I it's so dark, I but like, oh. but it's so weird because like at the time. Think nothing of it. Nothing of it. It's because like, that whole sequence, we might as well see what happens. No, let's wait on th- it. Yeah, let's, no, wait. let's wait on that. Okay, we got time. We're only a half hour into the show. Yeah, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> um, so George Kennedy and uh, his wife Martha, they own like a general store in, in a, town, in a ghost town. It's basically a ghost town. It's all. It's completely run down. Like and David Guetta's heart. No, Adam Lambert's heart. It's a ghost town. Adam. My Don't heart is a ghost town. That reference. It's a song. Okay. It's very bad. I'll take your word for it. So they run the general store, and his wife is basically saying, like, we should really close up shop. This town is dead, and we don't... There's nothing for us here. It's we a zero horse town. Yeah. We don't even have a fucking horse. The horse died. What are we still doing here? Right. Well, how are we going to leave? George Kennedy basically says, like, this general store gave us an opportunity to buy our own house. It put the girls through school. Um, we built a life based on this general store. And uh, we've taken so much from the town in profits and whatever that it would be it would be awful for us to just leave. Just cut our losses and leave right now when, yeah. when they need us. Really, like, it's a very... I found it very sweet, actually. It is. It's There's very like, sweet, but... I don't know, like George, kind of extraneous to the whole thing. Well, which uh, is sad. Well, I think it's not. A, I don't think it's extraneous because of what happens to them next. <laughs> uh, because I think they they really crank up the the tenderness of these two older people, so that when these three assholes <laughs> like just break into the store and they're like, "Give me everything you have," <laughs> right. Oh, man, I didn't even feel the emotional weight of that. Yeah. I'm a bad, bad viewer. So, okay, so we have these two, this older couple that runs the general store, and they their store gets broken into by... Hoodlums. By hoodlums. Two white guys and a third white guy in brown face. Yeah. Okay, so we'll go in some sort of order. The one guy, they keep calling him Rich Boy. And he comes from, a, I guess, a good family. And yeah, they show his house. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Pretty and they, nice. his parents bought him a Firebird. And that is like, that is the shit. <laughs> the guy is the like, <laughs> the guy is so impressed. Like, everybody's like, no, they call him Rich Boy because he has a Firebird. <laughs> then there's also uh, Fatso. Oh, yeah. Which is exactly how he is credited. <laughs> Weirdly credited as Fatso number one. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> the only Fatso. Yeah. But he, uh, with Fatso, they, he, he really cranks it up. He's like shoveling Fatso, I think Fatso should be face. our townie profile. You think so? Can you think of anyone better? He's the most townie. They do, he does that thing that Stephen King townies often do where they plop down in front of a TV and enjoy something stupid. Yeah. Like stupid in air quotes. Right. It's, he's an oh that hurts my parts guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he right. During the break in here, when they're just like they're not even going for money. They're just going for stuff in the general store. They're just filling bags with like food and like fireworks. And sundries. Like that. Yeah. Sundries. And he's like he's drinking like diet Pepsi and like slamming down like Twinkies and it's just it's during the robbery. Yeah. yeah. Really laying it on thick. And then there's Sam White Moon, played oh, by Holt uh, McCallany? McCallany? Holt McCall- yeah, either way, what you're probably gathering from that is he's an Irish man <laughs> and yeah. not a Native American. So he, he is completely tanned with very long black hair. And piercing blue eyes. Yeah. Bright blue. Uh, he, he's been in... But that guy, it's so weird because I, I saw rewatching this. I'm like, I recognize that guy. He's a real, he's a guy. He's like an actor. He was in Fight Club. He was in Three Kings. He's been in other stuff. Yeah. He's not like, he's not a main star or anything, but he's a, He gets work. Yeah. And in decent movies. Yeah. So to <laughs> my shock, he is playing a Native American. <laughs> was it his first role? It's his first film role. Okay. Good. So Good. Let's talk about him, though. White yeah. Moon? Sam White Moon? Sam White Moon. He, yeah, his whole deal, he has, like, this beautiful black hair. Yeah. And I use beautiful, um, it, there's an asterisk at the end of that, because uh-huh. it's it's a cheap wig. Yeah. A cheap, cheap wig, like, but, a, like a spirit Halloween <laughs> black wig. Yeah. A witch's wig. Yeah. Middle but part. There's, I mean. There, you can see the tag. <laughs> This, I, like I said before, like it, I feel like all these stories move very fast. But there's a part where he brings up Samson and Delilah. Yeah, subtle. Which, yeah, and his name is Sam. Yeah. Um, which you're like, all right, <laughs> I <laughs> get it. You could have just not yeah, yeah. said that and just trusted me a little bit. There were there was there were a couple lines. I pulled uh, two lines from Sam White Moon. So there was this one where during the robbery, he's like, he's trying to move everything along. He tells the the wife to go get her purse uh, or else. And it's this right here. Move, lady, or I'm going to blow off your old man's Akobajis. What are Akobajis? <laughs> it's balls? Huevos? I don't know. I thought that was very strange because I don't know what he's saying right there. <laughs> did you try it with subtitles? I did. It didn't even occur to me. I honestly, I was so fucking. This movie just it's it so washed weird. over me like a garbage bag monster in a lake. Okay, another one, just real quick. During the robbery, everything sort of slows down, and Sam White Moon finds a there's a um, uh, what's it called with the a photo booth. Yeah, photo booth. Oh right. So he sits down in the photo booth and he is just admiring himself. And there's there's this. And it gotta make me a movie star. Hey, as soon as they see this hair, they're going to say, Sam, get over here. Get in front of these cameras. There's a hundred million women out there. 
just waiting to run that hair between their legs. And that's it. <laughs> I can think of nothing more disgusting right? than running his fake hair. <laughs> like the feeling... That like wig hair? Uh, like I don't have a pussy. I don't... <laughs> I simply don't have one. Bro? But like... Sick that, balls. <laughs> thank you. I, which is to say, I do have balls, but I don't have a penis. <laughs> Daddy! Yeah! Um, without, without a vagina, I can't say for sure. But like, if you've ever gotten like a long hair in your butt crack and you had to pull it out, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird. That I know what you're talking about? Yeah. Or I feeling? guess it's not that weird. The it's, feeling's super weird. Yeah, yeah, It's very bad, and no woman would ever want to do that. Not even one in 100 million women <laughs> would be like, yes. Rub your... Although, I don't know. If there's room in this world for furries, surely... Surely there must be someone out there for... Good, I, good I for heard, us for waiting so long to take te- <coughs> cheap shots at furries. I we think, got pretty far into the show. I, I heard a story. You know Michael Rooker? Yeah. Right. Do Michael, I know Michael Rooker? Yeah, he's Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. He's in Mallrats. He's the... Uh, mm, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Another bald guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Another bald guy. There's a there's a story about what his like sort of sexual thing is, and I feel like he wants to he wants to have women um, put hot oil in their hair and sort of like I'm gonna say whip, but it's not like a pain thing, but like hot oil in the hair and like whip him with the hair. I'm which, gonna, I'm gonna you gonna I'm bleep gonna, this all? No, I'm gonna pull your mic down for the rest of the episode. <laughs> What is this? What that was too far? No, <laughs> I was just like in my head. There was right, a super cut of all the times we've talked about like <laughs> fucking kids and shit. <laughs> that comes up a lot on the show. But to be fair, it's I almost said thrust upon us. <laughs> There's got to be a better way. My point is, uh, it's, it's not because the- he's trying to stick his pig in that kid. <laughs> you know. Yep. My past was what it was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, let's right. let's breeze through this. Well, okay. the last one's going to take five seconds. So I know, because we both hate it. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, so what ends up happening is uh, Sam White Moon shoots uh, Martha, the wife, and then and then the, the husband, George, George Kennedy, mm-hmm. shoots him dead. And they leave, and they're like, we're heading to Hollywood, and... You know, fuck this. This we no killed two town. people. Let's try to get in front of cameras. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what happens is the uh, wooden chief out in front of the the general store yes. comes to life. Comes to life because they stole some turquoise jewelry that oh his my. uncle had given yeah. uh, the white couple. Yeah, this, uh, in an act of deference, which there's a lot of shit going on in this movie. Yeah. He, Right, he presents George Kennedy with all his jewelry. precious jewels and gems. It is the most like New Mexico bullshit jewelry. Yeah, it's all turquoise. It's all turquoise, and like they're like these are priceless. But it, again, 1987, you're like those might be priceless. I have no. I don't idea. know much about that culture. I, what are those jewels like? I don't know. Now everybody's like, that's some bullshit. Yeah. That's. Those well, because are- he also gives that long speech about just like my people. Yeah. Huh. In that voice. 
Yeah. And I bet that guy's not a Native American. <laughs> Probably, Probably Italian. But yeah, Sam White Moon, he takes that stuff back. He's like, this is worth $10,000. If if that whole pouch of stuff Sam, is worth, it's worth $20 at, a gift at shop. all, <laughs> you know? Uh, you could get that for 20 at a Grand Canyon gift shop. Yes. But if you were anywhere less of a tourist attraction, right. you're looking at 10 tops. So uh, Sam says, all right, everybody pack up your shit. And then we're heading to Hollywood. Getting the Firebird, baby. Yeah. And first we go to Fatso's trailer. Our first kill. And No, the old couple was our first kill. Martha. Martha's Martha. our first kill. Bye, uh, Martha. See it. See on the other side. <laughs> um, but in the trailer, he's watching Cisco Kid, which is weird because that pops up a bunch in this movie. Mm. The whole thing. They tried to do a cat's eye thing. Yeah. they. So he's watching Cisco Kid and he's eating Cheetos or some bullshit. And then out of nowhere, he gets like shot with an arrow. Four arrows, I think. And then like, bam, bam, bam. Right. Few arrows, like one through his beer can, like his Coors oh, yeah. Light can. I on his honestly, chest. I kind of like that. How'd you feel about Fatso? You think he's a real dummy? Because I want to tell you, in real life, Doctor, Doctor Fatso, <laughs> paging Doctor Fatso. <laughs> Excuse me, we need a fat doctor down on three. I can't do surgery with all this Dorito dust on my hands. Yeah. He's a he's a doctor of lard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, blindsided me (laughs) that was great i love that uh no he's actually he's a psychiatrist or psychologist Mm. i'm not sure but one of them uh but doctor he's a fucking doctor phd (laughs) yeah so he gets shot with a bunch of arrows then uh rich 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 boy rich boy he gathers his things and he goes out to his car, which has been destroyed with a bunch of hatchet marks. And we see it, it it's only in silhouette. There's a shadow that's cast. and Which is stupid because at this point you've seen the entire Indian. Right. We know what's happening. Yeah. We know exactly what's happening. Like, even if we knew what was happening, but all you saw was like the arrows and yep. shit. Like, fine. Yep. Great. But before we see any of that. There's that shot of the, I'm just going to say Indian because oh, that's it's what too racist saying? to be a Native American. Wait, I don't, are you going to high, high road me on the fucking podcast? <laughs> no, I wasn't even trying to. I, I'm so racist. I didn't even know. I can't spot the difference when other people say it. All right. Anyway. Uh, yeah. The big wooden Indian. Uh, I didn't like the way I said that. I felt like I was mad at their people. You're, but you're not. I'm doing my best here. Yeah, yeah. All, it's all I can. Old Chief Woodenhead. <laughs> yeah, that's probably that's more. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, the first thing you see is him like come to life and let out a big roar. Oh, that's goes, true. Aah! And then they do like you call it a war cry. Oh my god, that's what it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. So uh, the chief, he he. When he comes by Rich Boy's house, he he chops up his Firebird, and then Rich Boy's like, what the fuck? And this wooden Indian sneaks up behind him with a tomahawk and just, just hatchets him. He just cuts him up and leaves him on the hood of his car. His parents are inside. That's yeah. horrific. That is. That's pretty upsetting. <laughs> that's deeply upsetting. 
Um, but then we get to sure. Sam. Fatso's got nothing to live for. He's fat. He's even fat, if he has, he parents, lives in a trailer because he's fat. <laughs> even if he has parents, they're probably fat too. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Bunch of fat fatties. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, and then we get to Sam White Moon's house, and he sees the chief come through the door, and he's like, "You ain't real, man. <laughs> no way, you're real." And which is a that's a know. bold gambit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not not like you don't scare me. You're made of wood. Right. Not um, say you don't scare me. I'm a man and I can run away from you. Yeah. Simply, I'm looking at you. You you burst into my house. <laughs> you and yet real. you are not real. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then he hides in the bathroom. And then the the chief pull, like breaks through the wall, grabs his hair, the hair that we've been. Like hammered over the head with. Yeah, yeah, we, right. He can't stop talking about it. His name is Sam. He brought up Samson, and Chief scalps him. And the next day, his uncle comes by, and he just comes by the general store outside the store where he should be. But in his hand is a human scalp. A human scalp. Yeah, and that's that's how it ends. Yeah. That's where we leave off. Good thing we don't have to see any of the loved ones. Those are <laughs> grisly murders. It's it's pretty rough stuff. Yeah. But then... Then we get to the good story. The, the raft. This is my favorite one. By far. Yeah. By miles. Yeah. This is the shining moment. The the This whole story is really good. I think. I really... Well, except for it's, that one little... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no, the story itself is great. I said this to you this might be the first time i was genuinely scared watching one of these movies oh that's or just like upset yeah yeah that's yeah. great yeah oh right yeah yeah, that, yeah. That, that, it finally we, happened uh, yeah i i've actually i've wanted to track that because so far these have mostly been movies that i've seen um so they don't have like much effect and i want to see like i want to actually i want to genuinely be scared by yeah. one of these movies yeah. you know like I, I'm I mean, I would not, it. I would not go so far as to say I was scared by this movie. No, no, no. But, but like that, something in that it. moment definitely fucked me up. Yeah. Oh, there's some suffering. Yeah. So we get a group of teens, right? Horny teens. Horny teens. Two guys, two girls. They're on a road trip. One, one guy's like clearly the jock, and then there's another guy who's kind of a nerd. He says he's pre med, which makes him the nerd, mm-hmm. but he's still quite jockey <laughs> yeah he's, he's lean yeah he's like a nerd but he also does rose crew and you he's know. the least cool cool guy <laughs> yeah. yeah he's the cool guy who gets like bees in his honor classes yeah yeah they're all smoking pot in the in the car mm-hmm. which is what you called it back then you were smoking the car? pot <laughs> still call it that <laughs> i mean sure you call yours a prius because you it's all you can talk about frankly yeah you've really changed <laughs> Well, yeah. The world. The gas your mileage, good, your good baby. Oh, it's a great car. I love that car. <laughs> I want one for myself. So they're on a road trip and they pull over. Uh, they're like, they, they, they're just saying like last, you know, a couple of weeks ago we were out here and I saw this raft and we should go hang out. We should go out on this lake and just hang out on the raft and then we can smoke pot and have sex. All of us. All of us. On this, I don't know, eight by eight. Definitely. Raft. Yeah. Yeah. It tops. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's uh, Frank. I'll be honest and say, it's too small for two couples to have sex on. Yeah, I mean, 
Un- unless all four co- all four people are having sex with each other, and then it's some sort of dog pile, <laughs> and then we're back to furries wrapping it all around. Um, but another, just real quick, the so we were talking about Cisco Kid before. Mm-hmm. Like everybody that died in the well, um, Fatso, Rich Boy, and Sam White Moon, they all were somehow related to Cisco Kid. Like Fatso was watching Cisco, uh, Rich Boy's parents were watching Cisco, and I think Sam White Moon was maybe like also watching or something. He like it was maybe. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, were they listening to Cisco Kid so, in in the second story? Well, is that what you're gonna say? No, but he the the jock guy, the bigger jock, I guess, keeps calling the other guy uh, Poncho. Oh, which is, right. and then one time he, like the other guy calls him Cisco. So there's like a pot. Like, why? Why that I show? I have no what idea. Was the, what was the line that Fatso kept repeating? Oh, oh, Cisco. It was, is very, that, it was just like nothing. It was nothing. That's so strange. Yeah. So I, I did pull a clip here. Um, so one, they swim out to the raft and the pre-med guy is like that's a really weird oil slick that's in the middle of the lake. Yes, um, and they all he sort of starts freaking out a little bit because it's it's moving towards his his woman, and before she can like get to the raft, so they get there and he's like, "This is this is really like this is really like fucked up and you know whatever." And the jock guy says, um, "Mucho ecological poncho." Oh, for I I thought it was awful. <laughs> I uh, I hate that so much. I my uh, I was gonna pick all of the hitchhiker for the thing that hurt my parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might hurt my parts the most. Well, there's worse stuff in this story. So there, and there's yeah, also um, this guy's acting is also terrible. I think it comes through in the audio, but let me just play this real quick. Looked like it was going after the girls. Oh, come on, Poncho. You said you sobered up, man. It looked like it was going after the girls. <laughs> it looked like it was... No one knows we're here. Wait. No one at all. That's it. That's like... It looked like it was going after the girls. That's like um, if you shot uh, Malachi with a tranquilizer dart. Oh. It would be right before he fell asleep. Yeah. Outlander! That's Outlander. Bro. Bro. Brosif. <laughs> what was the line? Come chill. <laughs> the, we have your their woman. Mu- their music, it's forbidden. <laughs> oh, yeah. I yeah. love it. They were playing board games. <laughs> it's forbidden, bro. It, 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 that guy's voice is like the fucking Californians from SNL. Malachi it's, or this guy? No, no, Malachi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, do you regret not saying that on the Corn Kids episode? I, I do. Me too. I had a moment yeah. where I was like, I should have said that. Yeah. But the, lucky for us, there are plenty of more Corn Kids movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're all out on this raft, and there's like this oil slick looking thing, which kind of looks like a tarp. Yeah. It's clearly, it's like it's a like tarp. plastic. Yeah. Uh, Pretty good effects sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. When Great idea for a monster. Yeah. So when pre-med's girlfriend is like we should and she's trying to like 
she's almost touching it. Yeah, she's and like, then it like grabs her. Yeah, it, it like it's like this, almost like the blob or it something. Is. Yeah, it's yeah. like an aqua blob. Yeah, oh, aqua blob, aqua blob. All right, yeah, uh, grabs her and pulls her in and just like just like fucking eats her up. Right oh my there. god, like Awful. Uh, digests her, yeah. and she and this first time I've been. I'll say upset, not scared, but very upset was when she surfaces for a second yeah. just to say it hurts. Oh my God. That was like it. it yeah. It's painful. Huh. Yeah. She's seemed like the straight and narrow one. She wasn't smoking weed right. in the car. Her boyfriend is sort of checking out the jocks girlfriend. Yeah. Who's a little bit like, I don't know. A she, floozy. Yeah. She's made out to be more of like, an outgoing yeah. girl. They paint that girl who dies first like she's going to be the one who lives. Yeah. She, Honestly, like any really other story, well done. Any other horror movie, she would be the one that lives. Yeah. Definitely. And she's the first one out. Which is kind of fucking awesome. Yeah. The jo- Then the thing goes under the raft and the jock guy is like, whatever, saying whatever. And it shoots up between the boards and grabs his leg. Yes. And starts like, and pulls him down oh through Breaks the raft. the wood of the raft. Yeah. And folds him in half so yeah. that the last you see of him is his head and his feet. Right. Well, one foot, like one yeah. one leg goes like straight down through the yeah, raft, yeah, yeah. and then the other one gets folded up. Oh, awful! That, it's awful. It's this is a really good story. Yeah, this is so. I'm so mad that we spent so much time talking about the first one. And now we don't have more time to talk about how much I like this one. No, this, but it's this one was actually like scary. It's it's it so good. It's such a simple premise. Yeah, like the other, not the Hitchhiker. The Hitchhiker is simple enough, but yeah, yeah. that first one is so contrived and overwrought. Yes. And it's that mistake Stephen King makes sometimes, a lot of the time, yeah. where he goes way too heavy into the exposition yes. sets up way more than he could ever knock down right and then then we get this raft where you get nothing you're just it's like a bottle app it, it really is yeah one it's setting once that's that's all we're getting so the, so the jock gets pulled down between the boards he's gone and now we're we're with pre-med and the jock's girlfriend she's like hold me bro yeah while we sleep and they like take shifts sleeping right they try to anyway they both wake up in the morning yes and she's still asleep so he's like ah what better time to try to have sex with her this is this this is the worst part oh that hurts my part yes yeah this this is by the the last move the last story in this movie is very bad but this is truly awful this is like if yeah i i don't even know man it's like he starts just kind of feeling her up and kissing her while she's asleep. And I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> Besides, she like they have her kind of get into it at the end, which is like as upsetting as the fact that they decided to film any of this. And I get that they're setting up her death, but I don't understand why she had to be asleep for it. She, yeah. It could have she- just been... Two consenting well, teens. I don't know what it's. It's upsetting because she, they're like, they're holding each other. They're like sitting up and sleeping, right? Yeah. And then he puts her down. To, oh, that's right. To yeah. be a creep, like he, and then he like lifts up her shirt and he start. He's. It's really. He fucking, lifts up her shirt. You see her tits. 
Yeah. Which like, sorry for saying tits like that. <laughs> and I didn't even hear, uh, I was, that was an out of body experience for me. Yeah. I hovered over myself as I said, tits, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's like, it's weirdly graphic. Like, despite the fact that he never, you know, no, I shouldn't say doesn't do anything because he feels her up a lot and it's fucking gross. But like nothing uh, mm, traditionally violent happens, let's say. Yeah. yeah. So like, but, but even just, so, it, it, oh, it's so. It's creepy and it's awful. You feel violated watching it. And then, and she, like her face, like she's laying down on this raft and like her face, she rolls over and the, the stuff like the thing has come up through the boards again, yeah, and it's all over her face, and it just like it rips her into the water, yeah. And then he's like, "I'm gonna make my break for it," and he's and he tries swimming to shore. He, so he swims to shore, he makes and it, and he makes it, and he's like, "I beat you, I fuck you," and then it comes up in a big wave, in a big wave, and just like engulfs him and and pulls him back into the lake, and, and then Dunzo, then that nice last shot. This this really is so fucking good, like. As cheeky as the end of this is, yeah. it's perfect. You see the lake. It's a shot from the shore, and the camera pans to the right into the woods, and you see a sign surrounded by overgrown brush that says, no swimming. It just says no swimming. It's great. It's yeah. simple. Eleganza. Yeah. Molto fucking bene. Very molto bene. Yeah. And then we're brought into our third story, The Hitchhiker, which is about... Let's- it's just real quick synopsis. Yeah. It's about a woman who who. It's just, I know what you did last summer. There, just fucked a gigolo, <laughs> and she's like, got to get home to her husband, and she hits a hitchhiker with her car, hit and run, takes off. We see. Did Did you catch Stephen King? Was he in this one? He was. He was the trucker in this one. He pops out like right after the actual accident. He pulls out, he gets out of a truck, and he's doing his, like, local his, yokel thing. Oh, Jesus Christ. Where he says... Looks like a black guy, huh? Oh, God. It does look it's like a black funny, guy, Steven. It's funny because he's ignorant. So, it's not. <laughs> um, she, You know what, Stephen King? You will never get my townie profile. <laughs> there. There. Never. She, she hits his hitchhiker... And basically, he, he keeps following her. It's just like he won't stop. Yeah, and he can't stop, and he won't stop. <laughs> it it was hilarious. It it to at a point it seemed like it was a joke. Yeah, like it was a Monty Python skit <laughs> or something. Like he he kept coming up. Like he was more bloodied than the last time. Yeah, you know, like it's so weird because he's like being destroyed by this process just yeah. very slowly right that's a like, the black knight from monty python and the holy grail right <laughs> she he keeps like catching up to her and she keeps like hitting him with the car <laughs> or like running him into yeah. tree branches and like running him over and stuff and he just keeps getting like more and more Mangled. deteriorated yeah yeah <laughs> to the point where she gets into the garage and she thinks she's finally shaking him then he pops up next to her open door yeah. and his jaws like missing, like his tongue's just hanging limp out of his mouth, yeah, like a, like an old pug dog. <laughs> uh, and he's just like rubbing up on her and licking her with his bloody tongue. Yeah. Which, and then, 
then it, it, the husband comes home and finds his wife dead in the in the car. Yeah, and that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all we have to say. It, it's a real bummer note to go out on because. I don't know. The, it felt like they were ramping up. Yeah, yeah. The first one's not great, but it does something. And the second one, I think, is actually a good story. It's really good. And then the last one is basically nothing. It goes nowhere. My favorite line, though, from the last one is... You're seeing things, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that. She, you know how women talk. <laughs> yeah. She, she does a lot of talking to herself in the car because she has to, she's the only one we're watching. So, right. But we <laughs> talked about this. How much better would this whole thing have been if she didn't have like a line of dialogue? Yeah. It was just her driving and all of a sudden this fucking guy pops up. But at the time you needed to explain absolutely every motivation. Uh, yeah. Apparently. <laughs> You're seeing things, bitch. That that's got to make the board forever. <laughs> yeah, I think that's an eternal yeah. clip. An eternal. Board. That's an EC. Yeah, and then we get the other the bookend where little Billy has sent away for Venus flytraps and the bullies that have been uh, sort of like bothering him or chasing mm. him. Billy leads them to this like abandoned it's seems like, a like junkyard or, a or something, quarry or yeah. something, and where these giant Venus flytraps. Come out of nowhere and, and gobble kill three up. children. Yeah, gobble yeah. up these bullies. Even animated, I was like, "This is too much." Especially because, like that last that last shot of the kid in the Venus flytrap's mouth, and you see like his eyes, yeah. his cartoon eyes in pitch black. Yeah, very upsetting. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm too sensitive, but I was no, not amused by it, those cartoon antics. It's upsetting. And then it goes from cartoon back to live action. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. For no oh, reason. What the fuck? And we see the the creeper, and he's throwing out like these magazines from the back of a moving truck, <laughs> like, like a lunatic. Yeah, like like just he's like, this is I'm just gonna do this across the whole <laughs> land, and it's all gonna be take it. Be I got more creep shows. They also we didn't we neglected to mention the animated interstitials, and I think that's really where you see that they were trying to make this into a mascot for this franchise. Because they give him so much, like, cheeky dialogue. Yeah. A lot of puns mm -hmm. based on whatever just happened in the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it looks like this one got wet behind the ears or some bullshit like oh, that. Oh, I think we forgot to mention that although the body of the creep is played by, what's his name, Tom Servo? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. But uh, he's voiced by Sam Elliott based uh, on how you just did it. What? Wait, how you're did like, it You're like... Well, looks like he well, done did had been done gotten into some well, trouble. Well, there, partner. Well, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the double douche. <laughs> that was me doing the one side of the mouth. Sam Elliott laugh chuckle. Sam Elliott, fantastic in Roadhouse and this podcast. <laughs> Let's get him on the podcast. Probably locked down Sam Elliott. There, I heard a, a story. The Steve Lemmy, I think is his name. The guy, he's one of the Broken Lizard guys. Yes. Uh, he met him at a party, something. And he was like, he went up to Sam Elliott and was like, shook his hand and said, um, how does it feel to be the toughest motherfucker in the room or something like that? Yeah. And Sam Elliott grabs his hand, looks him dead in the eyes and says, you tell me. <laughs> That's not even that's, that's that's not even my story, and that's a great fucking story. Fucking <laughs> oh, 
But, oh, he's so gracious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. That's, that's good stuff right there. Oh, man. From now on, this podcast is just going to be you telling me that story. <laughs> Shorter eps will reconfigure the mic so that I can yell as loud as I want. Right. God yeah. damn, that's amazing. Yeah. You tell me. That's... I mean, that's the best. I was like, as you, in that time you gave me, yeah. I was trying to figure out what it was going to be. I was trying to get ahead of the curve. Yeah, yeah. It's. You didn't th- see it coming. You did see, you? the comedian's brain. Yeah, but no, I was trying to figure out what it was going to be. And I was, that's too cool. That's too cool. I never could have thought of that. Yeah, yeah. It's too much great. of a fatso to get there. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's. I think that's creep show too, right? Yeah, if you insist. I think there's. This is not as good as the first one. It's really not. Um, I think it's not without its charms, like we said. But um, I, I think the first one was more was more charming. Oh, absolutely, Ted Danson. Ted Danson. You had you had a stacked cast. Stacked cast. Um, stacked. I better. Primetime Barbo. <laughs> uh, I just feel like the first one, maybe it's just, it's not just because there were more stories because I felt like Cat's Eye had a nice variety of shit going on. Yeah. This just felt f- kind of like one, like one shade yeah. in a weird way. Yeah. I think it, uh, it really feels like it's more of a, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say like a cash grab because I don't think that's the right word to use. But it, it maybe does a seem, contractual obligation. Yeah, it does seem like they were trying to do something c- to continue these stories, and maybe they they didn't put as much effort into this <laughs> as they right. did. Well, keep in mind we're all, we're not too far removed from Maximum Overdrive. That's true. So Stephen King might still be in the middle of a cocaine binge. There's there's only five years between these movies. That doesn't seem that between long. this and Maximum Overdrive. Or? No. Oh, between, between the two creep shows. Yeah. Creep show. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think I like I said I, the middle one, the raft is the best one by far. Then Old Chief Woodenhead and the la- the Hitchhiker is truly yeah. Terrible. Chief Woodenhead places two just because the Hitchhiker is so bad. Yeah. I but think, here's the thing, like we said at the beginning, the ratio of good to bad is about the same as it is in Creep Show. Yeah. Like the Ted Danson story is really good in Creep Show. That last story is not good in Creep Show. So the cockroach one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was not good. The one with uh Hal Holbrook and Adrian Barbo, that one I liked a lot. I like that one too. It's yeah. goofy, yeah. but I like it. Um, uh and what was where are we forgetting? There there was Father's Day, the one I don't like Father's Day. With Ed Harris dancing. <laughs> I like that part. <laughs> Do you prefer Ed Harris dancing or Ted dancing? <laughs> Piece Jeez of shit. Christ. Yeah. I gotta oh go. Oh my God. I gotta go. You, you, you the worst you part of furry convention to get to, right? <laughs> the worst part of creep show too was me making that joke. Yeah. Um, oh God. I'm so sorry. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk fucking King tropes. Why don't we do? Okay. Uh, what you got? Um, Townies. The townies, like fat, dumb people. Yeah. Fat people are automatically dumb. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know why that has to happen. Um, white people playing Native <laughs> Americans. We're up to two now. That constitutes a trope, yeah. as we established. Um, women really not being people. <laughs> that seems to be a thing. Yeah. What a bummer. It, 
Um, it, especially. It's weird because like Stephen King does pretty well with his female characters sometimes, although he doesn't like in it. <laughs> not like in it, but like oh, not that one. Carrie okay. Firestarter. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to fucking uh, Shining. Yeah, give it to her. Okay. Uh, even though she's apparently a screaming dish rag, <laughs> my opinions have been made clear. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you are you are right. He does okay yeah, sometimes. Yeah. But like, oh man, no, this is not his finest work. You're seeing things, bitch. I'm going to scare the hell out of you. With sexism. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I don't know if I like what this show's because. <laughs> I don't mean it. Yeah. Not a lot of king tropes in this, really. Not, not a lot of... Not really. I guess just like people using weird verbiage. That's certainly an issue that keeps cropping up. Yeah, uh, I think that's... I don't know. It's his thing. He tries it to is like his thing. Yeah. He he equates making people say things that no one else in the world says to like characterization. Right. Like but, you're seeing things, bitch. Yeah. But they're all just like then cut from the same cloth. <laughs> right. But yeah, the same weird cloth. Yeah. Who's the real villain here? I'm going to say the guy who touches the sleeping girl. hundred percent. Yeah. He's the real villain. Not the monster that eats her. Yeah. Just the monster that touches her. Yeah. I think. I would have been upset if that guy got away, you know? Yeah. Like, it's kind of neat that he commits a sex crime and then gets murdered. <laughs> he should really be murdered. <laughs> Painfully, as we learned. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else we got? In memoriam. Did anyone die unnecessarily? Uh, I mean, like Georgian. George Kennedy and his wife Martha in the beginning. I guess I don't they, think they needed to die. I think they could I think those guys could have just stolen the precious jewels and gems. If they stole yeah. <laughs> the <But>. priceless turquoise jewelry. <laughs> but no, I mean it certainly, you know, we were supposed to feel the emotional weight of them dying. Yeah. We were supposed to. Yeah. It was I, I I think in the raft, everybody everybody there deserved to die. It was just deeply upsetting to me. I don't think the first girl deserved to die. Although I but think they, she had to die for me to find that story so effective. Right. So there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that would bring us to our final segment, IMDb, where we uh, rate the average IMDb user score against our own opinions. This movie, Creepshow 2, based on 15,395 user ratings, receives a 6.0 out of 10. Yeah. I think that's too high. You think it's too high? I do think it's too high. I think it's right, right yeah. about where it should be. I don't know. You figure if one out of three stories is good, that's a batting average of 333. Yeah. So where would you put this? I'd give it like a three and a half, I guess. Really? Yeah. No, I disagree. Yeah, you think it's better than that? I do. I think a six is is maybe like a 5.5, but but like I think a six is right about where it should be. I think you're being generous, and I... Like that about you as a person, but I think it's uh, it's warped. No, I mean, like we watched Maximum Overdrive, and that was true dog shit. Yeah, that, that doesn't get any rating from me. Yeah, that's very very bad. I think this is even the first story, which is not good. It's still like it's functional. Yeah, and I guess it follows the rules of a horror story. Right. It, so. There, there are things that happen in a sequence that they should happen in. And it ends. Even the the hitchhiker, which I do not like, um, has its weird kind of moments. 
Like, yeah. like you're That's saying things, thing. bitch, which is crazy to yeah. say. Stephen King is great at creating moments. Like, yeah. there is something for for as much as like I'll be like, I don't like the whole story, or like you know whatever. There's something indelible about each of these. Yeah. Uh, even if it's like, even if it's just a hokey bit of dialogue. Yeah. Like I remember something about each of these vividly. The the, the raft that story. It's actually, great. That scared me when I was a kid. Like that, yeah. You know, almost like the way Jaws keeps people out of the water. Like, it's scarier than Jaws because Jaws is like, it's a <laughs> discreet object. A yeah. shark is like a thing that ends at the shark. Yeah. This yeah. is like an amorphous blob. Yeah. Oh man, it's like oh yeah. I mm, as an adult, I don't like that story. Yeah, it's. I will very scary. This to me. story has made me never want to have sex on a raft again. That's where you always have sex, though. I know. All right. I'm gonna have to join the sea priesthood. <laughs> I guess. I guess there will be no more furry sex on a raft. <laughs> it's very specific. Why do you think <laughs> I picked a dolphin for our next guest? Um. Yeah. Anything else? No, I'm done talking about this. <laughs> I'm fucking done. Uh, I, no, I. It's fine. I. All right. You know what? I'll give it like a five, I do, five out of ten. I do think it's worth watching. You don't think so? You I would? don't know. I don't know. I'd say watch the raft. I'll say watch the raft. If if you're given the choice of not watching it all or watching it just to see the raft, I'd say watch it. So by that measure, yes. Uh, I'm gonna. I, 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 I'm still. I'm. I'm going. I don't know why I'm going to bat for old chief. Because you're getting older, and that nostalgia's kicking I in. Yes. I'm so sorry. Ugh. Ugh. I'm. I'm like a. I don't know. Fuck me. <laughs> um. <laughs> but yeah. No. I don't know. I. It's fine. It's a fine movie. It's. 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 It does just fine. So what's next for us? Next up on the list. I've never seen this movie before. It is another sequel. It is a return to Salem's Lot. What didn't we say in the first movie? Uh, We didn't say anything until the last 20 minutes. (laughs) Is this a movie or a miniseries? It is a movie. Thank God. Yeah. Oh, thank God. I I think it has a very young uh, Tara Reid. Yeah? Yeah. Interesting. Which is weird. Yeah, it's weird to imagine Tara Reid being young. Yeah. Uh, All right. You know what? I guess we'll see how that all plays out. I'll go into it with an open mind and a full heart. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, Return to Salem's Lot next time. On Uh, King Me. Uh, First of all, thanks for listening. You know? Yeah, it's super cool of you guys. That's pretty cool that you're still listening. Uh, Actually, this is the first episode we've recorded after... The Sean Thomason episode came down. Yeah. Came out. Hi, I'm a rug rat. <laughs> Fucking moron. God damn it. Anyway. After it come down. <laughs> so we did see, we saw like a nice little jump in the numbers from that and it kind of stayed up after that. So if you're still on board at this point, thank you so much. Uh, we have a lot of fun doing it. We're glad you're having fun listening to it. Um, if you haven't yet, for fuck's sake, rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, guys. Whatever device <laughs> you use to download this episode, bump it. You can 
rate us yes. with that same device. <laughs> yeah. I, I understand, like... It I'm, seems I'm, like a hassle. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Can I be honest? I'll tell you. I rated two podcasts today. <laughs> I did. I did. And it was a cakewalk. They make it so easy. Yeah. And yeah. what people don't realize about doing that is yeah. that it, it helps other people find the show. Yeah. You don't have to write anything. You don't. Just give us them stars, baby. Throw me them stars, baby. So yeah, uh, rate subscribe review whatever just keep in touch uh, right. you can follow us on facebook yes. post there a little bit we'd love to hear from you on there there's a wall i believe you can post on there is a wall uh, we will we'll we'll totally interact with you guys oh my god we are <laughs> clearly desperate <laughs> to interact with other people uh we are also i have not touched another human being <laughs> we sit we sit maybe three feet apart from each other we just can't reach out and touch. It's painful. Uh, we're on Twitter at King Me Pod. Yes. Um, also, <laughs> sorry. Email us at kingmepod at gmail.com. Yeah. Any uh, any questions, comments, concerns? We're happy to uh, hear them. That's Usually, right. historically, if you write to us, we talk about it on the show. Uh, what, like four weeks later? <laughs> we're, as of the recording of this, we're working on uh, tightening up our release schedule gotta, so that it's not so far away from the recording. Just got to tighten that up. Um, If you're having fun, you're on the fence. I, I do want to say we have some dank guests coming up. We <laughs> we really, really do. Um, it's true. I would, yeah, we got some good shit coming Stick up. Stick around, guys. Yeah. No, Nothing we can announce yet. Yeah, we totally could if we wanted. Yeah, but we're not beholden to anyone. Yeah. But yeah, um, it, just real quick, uh, I know Jacqueline wrote into us and she had a suggestion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're doing uh, Return to Salem's Lot. A Return to Salem's Lot. Um, one of her points was maybe we can let her let everybody know. Uh, Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let her Jacqueline, know. T.J. Kelly. Eli. Eli. <laughs> Do you think he's still listening? I hope so. No. Oh, hey, buddy. I miss you, buddy. We should have him <laughs> just call in as the only person we don't know who listens to this show. Um, but her one of her suggestions was where to find these movies yeah. that we're watching. Some of these and are obscure. They are a little bit obscure. Uh, a Return to Salem's Lot is available for rent only. Um, you have to pay to watch it, which, I uh, like I said, guys, I have not watched the movie yet. I don't know if I can, <laughs> in good in goodwill and in my heart, recommend that you purchase this or pay to rent. For Safe the bet thing. you can't recommend it. But if you want to rent it, it is available on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, and Vudu. It's uh, that's Walmart's yeah, rental yeah. service. I know because that's how I had to watch Silver Bullet. <sighs> Isn't that sad? Yeah. Um, now, what was I gonna? Add? It's for rental on YouTube, like premium YouTube. Yeah, it's like a, it's like two ninety nine or Jesus something. Jesus Christ! They're not a sponsor, so I feel comfortable saying "fuck yeah. you, tube." <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't feel comfortable saying that <laughs> because it's you lame. felt really comfortable saying. That. Yeah, that was brazen. Yeah. So yeah, that's how you can watch it if you want to be ready for next week, uh, when our guest will be no one. Yep. Um. But it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. We do have guests coming. I, I can't stress that enough. We have like good ass guests coming. Yeah, we have we have some 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 like real chill people, guys. It's like it'll be cool, whatever, 
We'll hang out. When's our next Corn Kids movie? Because Sean, if you're listening, <laughs> you're coming back for that. Um, it's it's not for a little while. That's okay. We have like 12 episodes or something. Nah, yeah, that's yeah. all right. But they, it takes a while to get to the second one, but then they sort of come yeah, rapid fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As if like there was a, a jump in quality yeah. and attention. Exactly. No. <laughs> you know what's weird? I do want to say this before we go. I know this episode's running long already, but no. we're beholden to no one and it rules. Yep. Uh, th- <laughs> 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 oh what happened anyway (laughs) i'm tempted to just go out on that but i do want to make one quick point you were like before we leave i have one more i have one more thing to say yeah you know what just play the song let's get no, out no, of no. here what, what do you have to say Please. i was just gonna say when we talked about corn kids sean brought up the really good point that it's a horror movie shot entirely in the daytime we talked about how ineffective that is yeah uh inversely the raft yeah takes place pretty much entirely during the day and it's mega effective yeah so maybe the problem lies more in the fact that uh corn kids ain't scary and Uh, that was totally worth it (laughs) i sounded pretty put together considering how bad i did on the first go around well um that's it for this week yeah um steven king